Hello, 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 and welcome back to Sticking Points, the podcast where we smash creativity and financial planning into each other and see what lands on the floor. My name is David Chislett, and his name over there is... Jason Utah. Cool. So, Jason, you sent me a very interesting text on Saturday evening saying, what is normal? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I was having a... A drunken discussion with my wife. We weren't. We were enjoying a lovely bottle of wine, and she says, um, "Yeah, it looks like things are returning back to normal." And then she turned around to me and to say, "Well, what actually is normal? Because what does returning to normal mean?" And here I am sitting with you having a discussion around what is normal while you're sitting in Bart Simpson's living room. Yep. Gotta love virtual backgrounds. Yeah, I think normal is one of those words which get thrown around as if everybody understands exactly the same thing by it. Yeah. And actually normal, I think, is one of these words which is fundamentally subjective. You know, what's normal to me is quite likely not normal to you. You know, so... 100%. I mean, we, it's, it's exactly that. It's the realities that we live in. Right. So it's it's talking about the social construct. So what is broadly speaking normal is that people are broadly speaking law abiding. They have jobs, they save, they buy homes, they have families, they go to work. Um, they don't engage in disruptive behavior. And, you know, that's loosely speaking what people mean when they say normal. Okay. But what the pandemic has done is let a whole bunch of people know that maybe that well, it was normal, but maybe it wasn't actually the best possible answer. I mean, there's interesting stats coming back, aren't there, about companies and people who are just never going to go back to working full-time in the office. Well, this now was the other part of the discussion that we had wasn't so much about going back to the office, it was about the fear of actually going back to the office. So we've been living at home um, and we've created a new normal where working from home zoom meetings i mean there's been a huge amount of benefits to this pandemic and has created if you want for the lack of a term a new normal Um, but then she says well what happens if we go back to normal and people are getting extremely anxious around going back to where we came from about going back to the office because it's just another disruption in the lives that we live yeah I mean, I think there's a whole bunch a whole bunch going on there. I mean, going back to where we were, I think it's really good that people are suspicious about that because as far as I'm concerned, where we were is what brought about the pandemic and we should be suspicious of going back to exactly the way exactly. things were. Fine. I mean, we, we definitely need to question mark a whole bunch of stuff. But my other thing is, I think at the beginning of the pandemic, people weren't really listening and they didn't really listen to the to the distancing rules and they kind of did their own thing and it which makes it remarkable that now there are people who are scared to going back without those restrictions and i think what it reveals is that human beings are way more adaptable than we like to think and they give it a couple of weeks and trust me no one's going to bat an eyelid that, that's my exactly. take on it and i was listening to another podcast as well his name's charlie harari and i'm sure i've mentioned him before but he speaks about going back to normal. He says, if you're thinking about going back to normal, well, you're thinking about it in the wrong way because it's impossible to go back. Well, yeah, there's that. <laughs> so we can't go back anywhere. And number two, we can, we can only, which means we can only go forward. But um, now we're living in a whole 
different world. Um, what is what is normal now? Yeah. Well, I think that's something we're going to need to define for ourselves. Because what it really does mean on a practical level is that your options are no longer local only. They could also be global. Yes. Um, and what does that mean? Are you prepared for that? Do you have an infrastructure? Do you have a, a strategy? Do you have the means to be able to reach that new market, for lack of a better word? Um, and I think that scares people because, you know, as someone who's changed countries and had to operate in a business environment where I have no network, I can tell you that it's challenging. Um, and, you know, we all like our little comfort zones, and that's what we call normal. So as soon as you step out of your comfort zone, nothing really feels normal anymore. But if you're going to so, grow, you have to leave the comfort zone at some stage. So that was uh, an interesting point that you just mentioned there, stepping out of your comfort zone. When you are comfortable, you do create a world of normality. Um, I said, and uh, through this coaching course that I did, um, through consciousness coaching, they said, well, what is, when was the last time you were really in a comfort zone? And what happens if you stay there? So he turns around and he said, well, his name's Mark Steinberg, by the way. He turns around and he says, well, the last time you were truly in a comfort zone was when you were in the womb. You couldn't be in a more comfortable comfort zone. I mean, it's warm, you're getting fed, everything is just perfect. And then you do need to step out into the world because if you remain in that comfort zone, you'll die. Yeah. So you do need to challenge yourself and step out of a comfort zone and be uncomfortable. Yeah. And, and isn't it funny because, you know, we put our children through this long curve of change called education and school. Um, for what reason? Um, when we as adults tend to like to think that, okay, now it's done now, and, and now I have everything organized the way I like it, and now nothing else is going to change, and I'm going to be suspicious about everything that does. I mean, what's that all about? That's total cognitive dissonance, surely. Exactly. And the words, words that you used over there was, it's done now. Yeah. Has it ever been done? No, of course not. I mean, it's illogical <laughs> to even begin to think like that, but we do. We do. So we kind of create pockets of normality um, from the conversation we're having is what I'm seeing is that there's almost like pockets of normality where school is almost a pocket and you step out and there's a whole new pocket called life. Um, and then life gets disrupted by a disease and you create another little pocket. But um, life is fluid. It's continuously flowing. And if you're trying to hang on to where you were, um, yeah, I think that that's that is a recipe for disaster. So, yeah, wanting to go back to normal is a bit like that Buddhist thing about being too attached to things. Exactly. The measure of the pain you experience is relative to the amount of attachment you feel for things. And so, if you're very attached to normal, of course you're going to want to go back, but you can't. <laughs> that's me. I love that. You can't. It's just not going to happen. This is where we're at. Now, what's the next step? Well, you see, the, and you know, I mean, there's a very simple neurological reason for why you can't. Because when you leave a comfort zone or a normal, you learn new stuff. Yeah. And because you've now learned new stuff, it affects the way you see the world and, and what goes on in your head, which means that you can no longer relate to things the way you used to, because it's impossible to unknow stuff. I'd like to just carry on what you're saying over there with a bit of a story, if that's okay. Yeah. So 
our drunken discussion that I had with my wife on Saturday night was the fear of going back to normal. So there's a fear, there's a fear over there. Um, and then you can't unknow stuff. So the story is going to embrace both, both parts. And Byron Katie actually brings it up. She says, imagine you're walking on a path and you have to walk forward to assume there's sparks behind you and they're pushing you to go forward. But in front of you on this road is a big fat snake. And you see this big brown fat snake lying on your path you're really going to feel a huge amount of fear as you start approaching the snakes. So you're really going to get anxious and nervous and um, worried. Like what's the snake going to do the closer and closer you get to it. Then eventually you get right up to the snake and see that it's only a rope. <laughs> she turns around and says, no matter how you now try and convince yourself otherwise, you're never going to see the snake again. Yeah. It's just a rope. So for me, that that's um, taking on the, the the concept of how do we get rid of fear and approaching the new normal with, all right, well, now we're going to be seeing a rope as opposed to a snake. Yeah, we'll go and have a closer look. Maybe it won't Let's look go have a closer look and see what, what's truly there. Yeah. No, I like that. I like that. The future is a rope, not a snake. Yes. <laughs> so stop shitting yourself. <laughs> Jason, thank you very much. It's been a laugh as usual and good for my thank frame of mind today. So thank you to everyone for listening and we'll see you again next time. Alrighty. Have an awesome day. Keep well.